0: Well, South African bonds held steady at stronger levels today, buoyed by optimism that Deputy President Cyr- Cyril Ramaphosa would uh, win the ANC's presidential race. Markets, of course, betting that a Ramaphosa victory would help restore business and consumer confidence, boosting economic growth. Uh, looking at growth in the third quarter, coming in better than expected, expanding 2% quarter-on-quarter quarter and 0.8% year-on-year. Year. Amidst it all, we've had uh, the R186 uh, uh, bid, as you can see, at uh, 916 from yesterday's 9.24%. The R207 in the meantime at 7.98% from yesterday's 8.05%. Percent. Joining us on the line now to flesh out some of the detail behind the activity that's in play on the bond market scene is Jonathan Myerson from Granite Asset Management. Jonathan, thanks so much for uh, joining us this evening. So, um, we've got local bonds following that stronger rand today. Electoral prospects for Cyril Ramaphosa offering some support along with better than expected GDP numbers for the third quarter. Let's interrogate those forces um, and first of all look at the politics behind it all because given that it's uh, the members at the conference that are going to be voting for its next leader and not the branches, are the markets perhaps overreaching uh, pricing in that uh, Ramaphosa factor more so? Uh,
1: Good evening Alicia. I think generally the the market is certainly looking um, for the the glass to be full, uh, half full with uh, the possibility of uh, Ramaphosa winning. Um, I must say that the commentary that's coming through is um, one that's trying to warn the market and participants that um, it's not, uh, you know, even though the numbers are looking favorable for Ramaphosa, might still still needs to be very cautious. Um, but, you know, we're in an environment that um, today, in particular, um, emerging markets are in vogue again. And um, the RAND is one of um, a few other emerging market currencies that also um, had a very good day. So I think it's a combination of, of, these, um, of these aspects that help the market.
0: Well, doing it some favour, is that GDP print for the third quarter? How much solace or comfort has that provided you?
1: Not not very much at all. I'm afraid. Um, I think um, you know, getting more better growth than expected is always always a good thing. But um, if you consider where the contribution has come from, um, it's still showing um, pointing to a very very weak economy. You know, a, um, a spike in the agricultural um, production of 44% um, over the quarter, which um, provides the 0.9 of the 2% um, of the of the growth. Um, just shows how weak the other factors, the other factors are, um, considering that you know, agriculture is only 2% of our total GDP. So, yeah, as I said, the, 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 we can never say that a, good, a stronger than expected growth number is not a good thing, but um, this is not sustainable, um, and I'm not sure that the market should be too ex- excited about this. Um, and maybe revisions for the year growth are going to be you know 0.1 percent high. In other words, kind of instead of 0.7, 0.8, they might come out to 0.9 or 1 percent, better than Austria, but still one of the the slowest growing economies in both emerging and developed
0: markets so having said that then uh, jonathan and that uh, you know showing some of the fundamentals that are currently at play within a very uh, precarious p- political situation still uh, take us through the action that played out at today's bond auction given that emerging market appeal that you highlighted earlier as well
1: yes i think um, the a few things to take into account is the fact. One of them is that um, this is the second last auction um, of the year, so you know during the course of the, the next um, four or five weeks, um, the investors uh, with the hold bonds are going to be building up some cash positions, so they maybe want to increase their, their bond holdings not to be you know too short. Um, also, the other thing that's um, in you know in favour is the fact that um, bond yields today. Um, we're still, I think, globally at levels which are quite favourable. You know, if you look at the commentary from some of the global houses that com- compares to Turkey and Brazil and Russia, um, South Africa, these kind of yields doesn't look particularly bad. But I think, as you mentioned at the beginning, so much, so much kind of is um, you know, the first hurdle at least is getting the right political uh, leadership. That's the first hurdle, and then for that political leadership to do the right thing and ensure that um, the numbers that we saw in the medium-term budget um, end up not being as ugly as they are right now, but maybe um, improving on those.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, very quickly, your outlook on the RAND, because it's uh, getting stronger and stronger, relatively speaking. Um, Do you see that being sustained?
1: Um, You know, just on a um, general kind of basic valuation, we think that the RAND at these levels is actually kind of... Pretty much fair value, um, and therefore on that basis, I should make a strong call either way. Um, the environment is such, I think, uh, going forward that if political sentiment um, settles down, um, the rand can strengthen a little bit more. I don't think it goes kind of to the level that we saw um, at the 1250, uh, which we saw a bit longer. But you know, maybe the, the confidence dividend that we might get from the uh, outcome um, in the in the next few weeks. Could push it uh, push it there. Fundamentally, um, I'm not convinced that there's that the longer term um, support for the rand at um, significantly low uh, yield uh, levels. But volatility is just right now the big the big play in the market.
0: Yeah. Well, let's leave it there, Jonathan. Thanks so much for having joined us on the line this evening. Jonathan Meissen is with Granite Asset Management.